This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Pick the Collector's Club with Bryce, Michael, and Ivy. I know a story of high strangeness or two. <laughs> Let's do this. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to Bigfoot Collectors Club, the show where we talk to amazing guests about their personal paranormal history and share stories of high strangeness. I'm your host, Michael McMillan. With me always is your other host, (laughs) Bryce Johnson, and our super producer, Riley Brown. Okay. All right. Everyone's feeling a little silly today because we're back in the clubhouse together. So we're getting on. what, What voice was it? What? What magical creature were you imagining as you did that voice? I'm, I'm a little forest gnome. Okay. That was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I was doing Smeagol. That I've, was bit, not I've, bad. I've got a mean Smeagol. Not, not a bad a mean Smeagol? Oh, yeah. If you were a... Um, if you drove a motorcycle, like you should wear a leather jacket that says mean Smeagol. <laughs> <laughs> so when people are following you, that's what they see. Yeah. Stay off our i mean mean smeagol's just golem yeah yeah technically yeah i can see you riding a motorcycle you got that vibe yeah i uh, do big guys uh, big tall guys ride motorcycles they do do yeah they ever big do they you gotta ride the hog though right yeah i feel like i'm too accident prone to ride a motorcycle i would almost certainly die no way i remember i went like bicycling in la one time down from my apartment club bryce down to like rock and roll ralph's (laughs) and i almost got fucking killed three times i was like never never am i riding a bicycle or ever doing a motorcycle in la no way yeah. I mean, you were you had also just had like two forties. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> they were still taped to your hands. <laughs> I, oh, oh my god! Yeah, he was. You also know that like Club Bryce, Bryce, he only rode a motorcycle, not holding oh, the handlebars. Let me tell you something. Well, I've never ridden a motorcycle. That's, I, I mean, bicycle. And I've always yeah. regretted Same with that because all cool those all those cool leading actor guys have they have to have a motorcycle. I remember we were friends with this soap actor uh, guy. He was really popular at the time. I won't mention names, but. One day we were at Club Bryce, me and Johnny, and he rolls up on this new fucking black. And he's Johnny like, Hawk. N- yeah, Johnny Hawks. Yeah, of yeah. course. But this legendary no- Club L- yes. Bryce supporting character. Yes. Yeah. But our our, our 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 friend who was on the soap opera, he rolls up in this big black hog. I mean, just like five times the size of the kid, you know. <laughs> and, like, and we're just like, wow, wow, you good? Wow, you did it, man. Look, wow, you're pretty cool. He's like, well. I'm gonna head off to Coffee Bean. You guys wanna, <laughs> you guys wanna meet me there? <laughs> we gotta, gotta grab like, a no, wrap. No, we're good, dude. There is nothing more 
early to mid 2000s LA in my brain than a coffee bean and tea leaf patio. Totally. I feel like that's just that's where everybody was oh hanging my out. God, too funny. I remember sitting out at uh I think I was at a coffee bean and tea leaf I remember, I think it was like, like I have just vivid memories of sitting out on a patio that was the Starbucks on Melrose and looking around and like all the guys were wearing their trucker hats and like wristbands, sweatbands because uh-huh. punk was so, wow. the, like yeah. the Ashton Kutcher look was like the hot thing. God. And I was like, what a dumb town I moved to. <laughs> <laughs> and not a lot has changed. Nope. Yeah. And you were just up the road throwing yeah. parties at Club Bryce. That's Little right, did man. I know. Too fun. Well, hey everybody, if you haven't noticed, uh, this is another clubhouse boys uh episode no guest this week we are going to be doing uh l file stories these are listener stories that you guys have sent in to bigfoot collectors club at gmail.com if you have had a, a personal paranormal experience we want to hear it uh we will get to them at the end of every month on the show that's how we like to wrap up speaking of wrapping up we're we're, we're now just one week away officially from the end of BCC Jet Ski Summer. Yeah. I, can't, I can't believe it. I'm what satiated. What a summer it's been. Yeah. I feel like that, right? What a summer it's been. Finally, since this freaking COVID thing, do I feel like I finally had a justifiable summer mm-hmm. uh, with the family? We, we went a little somewhere, had some nice little, you know, vacations, and just all in all, it felt like okay, like a really good summer. Did you, you guys win- feel that way? Well, like I said, I think I've told our listeners like my vacation is happening at the end of BCC right. Jet Ski Summer. Because yeah. guess what? While you boys are having fun, I was working all summer. <laughs> I was working all summer on this show. I'm putting out a podcast every week and keeping everything going. All right, Touché. you guys got vacations. You guys got some breaks. Well, guess what? Mikey's getting a break in a couple weeks. And here's the joke, everybody: when I get a break, they also get a break too. Here, here's the bigger right. joke: your break is Disney World. That's my fucking nightmare. <laughs> That's oh, true. Yeah. I cannot. That is no break. Wait. To me, my friend. Oh man, I cannot oh, my wait. Gosh. Um, but you guys went down to San Diego recently, yeah, and you discovered your love for uh, a, a metal band that you were not aware of. Oh yeah, yeah. I, you well, you recommended me a toy store as a good friend should always. I, you do. You never told me how it was. It was incredible. Where'd you go? It, so Super Seven. Mike recommended. He's like, you're in San Diego. You got to go to Super Seven. And I'd heard of the name, and I, I walked. First of all, when you walk up, it has this huge Cobra insignia in the front window, and me and Walker were already like, oh, this is gonna be cool. And uh, you get in, and there was just toy after cool toy after cool toy after mm-hmm. cool toy. Uh, I got to talking to the dude, Sam. What's up, Sam? He was uh, super cool. Told me about the shop and about how they did at Comic-Con and all the fun stuff they were making. Yeah, they made and, it like a Cobra, G.I. Joe, Cobra Headquarters recruitment oh my, they, center. Yeah, they made a Cobra recruitment center. They had pamphlets and everything. So we obviously recruited. My son and I were now Cobra uh Cobra Patrolman, but uh, yeah, it's go. It's it was so cool. We bought <laughs> a, a little toy. Aren't they global terrorists? Yeah. Well, well, you know, it's a Cobra. It's Cobra. It's fine. It's f- Cobra. By the way, for those of you tuning in for the very first time and wondering where the UFOs and Bigfoot are, it is also called Collectors Club. Okay, we like to talk yeah, about. We this love stuff. our toys. We're our love action our toys. figures. We do. But anyway, thank you. What a cool shot, man. And so they had these. Uh, it caught my eye right away. There were these upside down cross reaction toys of these like pope like figures and i was like who's that and the dude was like oh that's ghost we did our own special version of the of the rock band ghost and uh those are their characters i was like cool but then we went to urban outfitters and my son picked out a ghost record and i started playing it it's totally fucking metal never listen to ghost yeah it's a cool band yeah yeah, yeah it's cool i'm and aware of the figures that's yeah. that's what a nerd i am i'm like oh, i know the toys you're talking about but i never listen yeah. to the music well and the lp had like these beautiful like esoteric designs and all the lyrics so what a great way to enjoy 
uh, an album again i really feel like we're bonding over like you know going through an entire album and reading the lyrics it was so fun and and it's also very uh very devilish music so i feel very uh parent worthy in that respect it's like oh, ignore that ignore the upside down cross thing don't 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 bother with that no nah, it's, it's good for him it's yeah. good for the kids yeah totally a little subversive yeah uh music to yeah. brighten up the day haven't played the record backwards yet but i'm uh i'm house sitting my friend's place they have three dogs i brought my two dogs so it's just me and five dogs right now. And your clicker. And my clicker. <laughs> yeah. Check out a, a recent episode of BCC The Other Side. Violet. Over on Patreon. Uh, yeah. I'm, I, this has been a nice vacation from dog training this week. Everyone seems to be doing just fine. So I'm like, that's <laughs> uh, probably. I mean, the dog trainer did come yesterday and uh, we worked with Violet a little bit. But anyway. My my friends recently put up just a like one of those small above ground pools. Oh yeah, it has like a pump and everything. And you better believe I dipped into that at the end of the day yesterday after oh, going for a run. Nice. I had all my sunglasses, put on some meditation music. Yeah, just watched the sun go down over the roof of the house. Oh yeah, I'm like you know you really do got to take uh, take some time for yourself. Yeah, little 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 uh, like it's it's hard to find like meditation music that isn't the cheesiest thing in the world well, but I, I did pretty good and I, I, I was nice i got into a nice amniotic state i offer you, know? you this right it doesn't take a lot like that state that you were in whether it's like a small above ground pool or like uh an ocean level pool at the shangri-la it's still that same feeling right it's just yeah. this little moment of sereneness whether it's in your backyard or at some you know luxury hotel it doesn't take a lot people no that's right Go in. Go in, man. That's Same right. There's feeling. a ghost opening the front door of the clubhouse right now. That did, oh. That did just happen. Oh, that was cool. I thought that was someone coming back. No you know way. what? It's the spirit of the clubhouse. It's returned. Fuck yeah. All right. Let's get into this week's episode. We've got some L files coming down the pipeline. Before we do, hey, we're here. We're in the clubhouse. Let's do a quick little bit of clubhouse keeping. Uh, if you're listening to this on the day the show comes out, August 31st, then it is the last day to order your official bcc jet ski summer shirt by james maholland you can also get that on a mug i believe um and as well as everything else in our t public shop all right t public shop is shutting down so uh hurry click the link in the show notes of this episode or go to our instagram which you should be following anyway at bigfoot collectors club or over to our twitter at bigfoot pod sorely neglected uh click the link in our bio to grab your merch before it disappears into the bcc vault for possibly ever look we're changing vendors there will be more BCC merch available soon, but not everything that we have available now will be around. So if there's something you want today, now, in this short window of time for you, for, for your episode dr drop day listeners, uh, you got to get it now. Um, all right. Let's talk about fun ways we you guys at home can support Bigfoot Collectors Club. First, you can shop with us through our Amazon affiliate storefronts they're brand new you can find the links to those in our link tree as well in our socials and in the show notes of this episode a small percentage of your purchase no matter what it is whether it's one of the cool books that we've recommended or talk about on mm -hmm. the show yep. or uh maybe a uh cool uh, new piece of podcasting equipment Riley yeah recommended. the riley recommends mm -hmm. or that super seven ghost figure whatever you purchase uh using our our portal our our amazon <laughs> portal guys portal. Dude, um, about it, time. A proceed will come back to uh, the show. So it's a really easy way to support us with no extra cost to you. Yeah. But there's the best way you can support us, right? Yeah, Bryce? this is the way we, we love the most. Why don't you 
Stop thinking about it and just join our Patreon already. The BCC, the other side, for just a $5 monthly pledge. You guys are going to get three bonus episodes every month, access to the entire backlog of exclusives of exclusive episodes, and we're going to shout out your name on the air and thank you personally. Like, we're going to do that at the very end of this episode, so stick around for that. And if you're feeling extra spicy, uh, for $9 a month, you get all of that, plus uh, my cosmic tracks, which are the scores from the show. That's what it was mainly supposed to be. I expanded on that and started making it sort of whatever I felt like posting. <laughs> Riley's corner. <laughs> you know, it's a real Riley vibe in that tier. Yeah. Look, it's just you never know when one of these things is going to sneak up on you. No, you know. Something... Does it adhere to a strict schedule? No. 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 Is it worth it? Oh, hell yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Sometimes you're getting like hour long drops. That's true. <laughs> I'll drop an entire ambient record one week and yeah. then an unreleased demo the next week and then maybe I'll like skip a week and drop two the next week. Dude, people love surprise packages, man. Yeah, it I'm keeps a sucker for them. I tell you what, it's it is fantastic and it really is adding a whole new dimension. I hate to say it to uh no pun intended to the to the podcast and to the other side. So well worth well worth it, I think. I try. I'm trying to make it worth your money. I've also I've really gotten into writing these rambling sort of journal entries for each post. Yes, it's Riley's. Riley started finally started a blog in 2022. <laughs> yeah. It's my it's my Tumblr basically. Yeah. It's an audio Tumblr. Yeah. So head over to Patreon.com/slash Bigfoot Collectors Club and support the show today. Uh, finally, be a five-star club scout when you follow, rate, and review BCC on your favorite podcast app. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, please write us a five-star review, and uh, we may read it on the show, like this one. Cass0418 writes, you know, five stars. If you like in-depth articles told to you in Cliff's Notes fashion, tune in for Bryce's BCC News articles. Thank you. If you like micromanagement with a giggle and a smile, (laughs) tune in for Michael correcting Bryce before he says anything. (laughs) I love this. If you like deep thoughts with a deep voice, tune in for Riley blowing your mind. Damn. Love everything about this podcast. Five stars. First of all, thank you, Cass. Thanks, Cass. Hard to pick a bone with you, but I will say, we know you're a Riley stan. We know when a Riley stan writes one of these reviews. Once again, Riley shit doesn't stink on this show. Oh, my gosh. You know what I mean? Cass, 0418, is that your birthday? That's my birthday, too, April 18th. I wonder if it is anyway. Great review. You guys should celebrate together. Well, we just did over our five-star review. (laughs) Now you leave one. You know... Look, Michael, someone's got to keep this car on the road. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> it's true. You know, you you keep it going, and Amen. then we go on vacation and keep it. You fun. know, we should do. You know how Captain Crunch had the oops, uh, Crunchberries had the Oops All Crunchberries special edition boxes. Yeah, we yes. should do one episode called Oops All Bryce, where we let Bryce just do the entire oh, episode no. his way. Oh, no, and let's. I honestly think this would be a great oh, idea. Would it would be. We'll a do an Oops breakfast. All Bryce episode Oops, Bryce. where I'll take. I'll completely take the back seat. I'm not going to correct this seems anything. Passive aggressive to me. No, slightly. let's do Oops All Bryce. Oh no! The Oops All Riley episode would be about five minutes of talking and then about 45 minutes of a single note on a synthesizer. <laughs> and I'm just like, man, listen to that filter. Oh, my God. oh it's so good. Uh, all right, let's get into it. Um, so we are going to kick it off with a couple. 
uh, eyewitness videos, and we got a really fun... This isn't exactly an L file, but we did get a fun letter from someone who found this. This is fine. You know, this is what happens when you go digging around online for weird stuff. Um, this is an email sent to us, and why don't I have the... Per See, this is an Oops All Michael situation where I can't find the person who sent it in. This is from Rachel. Um, Rachel wrote to us... I don't know, uh, Twin Peaks Book Club. I don't know if any of you are familiar with the works of Chuck Tingle, uh, <laughs> but he writes a lot of typical, uh, parentheses, typically gay, erotica about objects or entities, sometimes Bigfoots, sometimes based on current events, always ridiculous. Okay. While I'm not typically into gay erotica, I, of course, signed up for Amazon notifications for when he has new books out because <laughs> the descriptions are so ridiculously fun. Below is a description for Twin Cheeks, which found its way into my inbox today. Did you guys inspire Chuck to write this book? A book might be a harder sell for Bryce, but maybe this book... Also, it's 45 pages long. Here's the description. Marge and her sentient log friend, Cole, have noticed a stranger at the local diner in Twin Cheeks, but they're still curious what brings this beautiful T-Rex to their oh, no. small town. Log friend? Uh, yeah, like the log lady. Okay. But the, but Agent, Agent Cooper is a T-Rex, apparently. Further investigation reveals this mysterious stranger to be Agent Hale Boober, wow. a dinosaur tasked with seeking out the best cherry pie in Washington State every 25 years. Oh my God. Boober is almost finished with her quest, but there's one slice left to taste. Unfortunately, the final cherry pie lies between worlds in a mysterious location known only as as the snack lodge wow. now margin boober on a journey to find this otherworldly realm battling with the forces of darkness with the sensual power of their lesbian love this erotica tales 4,000 words of si 4,000 words <laughs> i've written That's longer good. papers okay. Okay. uh sizzling human on lesbian t-rex fbi agent action and hardcore sentient prehistoric reptile love God. i do think chuck tinkle from if i recall does throw a lot of like dinosaur stuff into it oh, i don't know what it. you sick freaks are into yeah, out there but I, yeah. dinosaurs have really seemed to work their way into <laughs> fetishism how, in yeah. the past like, decade how does that even work i mean i don't don't think about it but <laughs> i mean it just Love, goes to show you know there's, there's really something for everyone out there so, you know? to, to paraphrase uh dr ian malcolm Love finds a way. Oh. Love, love, love. It f finds a way. Um, this is great. I love this. Right. I love knowing this stuff is out here. We, look, we got to get back to our Twin Peaks watch over on the other side. I think we're yeah. What are we like three yes. episodes? I think in? we're no, two one. episodes. Oh, two. Two. We nice. did the pilot. I still say we got to do the rest of season one. We will. and just talk about it as one episode. Okay. So let's maybe do that next month. <laughs> okay. After BCC right. Jazz Summer Summer comes to a close. It's so funny. Fall I is the best time to watch. Twin there you Peaks. go. Mm. Oh yeah. I'm really excited about fact. the fall. That okay. I love that. All right. Cool. It'll be a spooky time, Can and we're just we're just on the precipice of getting into the really weird stuff you're okay. going to be into. All right. Cool. Cool, cool. All right, Bryce, why don't you read us our first listener files? This comes with a video that we're going to put up on in our reels oh, wow. over on Instagram. Listener file with a video. Yes. Wow, this is so from we are getting firsthand. This is yeah. great. So uh, you guys uh, at home, go check out uh, the reels over at, at Bigfoot Collectors Club on Instagram. Um, if I can throw up a link in the show notes, I will. If you're not on Instagram, and then you boys, this will be the uh, this will be the one from Beth that we opened up. Uh, a second to last right before we started the show so cue it up great holy shit we've just seen the coolest thing and i had to show it to you guys straight away firstly 
I love you all so much. You never fail to brighten my day. And your overall energy together is just incredible. So myself, my partner, and our friend were just chilling in our garden in Wallasey, England, and we saw the strangest thing. We were looking at the brightest star in the sky, and suddenly a light appeared from nowhere and looked like it was being sucked towards the star, then just disappeared. This happened a couple of times when another light came downwards past the star as the first light was going up, both disappeared. My friend pulled out his phone and we managed to catch some video of one of them attached. It was incredible to watch. I've only ever once had a similar sighting where what I thought was a star or planet suddenly zipped diagonally and disappeared. But whatever we saw just now went on for a while. I just had to share it with you all. I hope you enjoy the video. Anyways, thank you so much for all you guys do. You have reignited my passion for all things weird. And I recommend your podcast to everyone I know, probably to an annoying extent. Wow. Thank you. Freaking awesome. I can't wait to see this video. Beth, thank you. Also, love our neighbors across the pond. Totally. See, guys, BCC's international. It knows no boundaries. Yeah. It recognizes no national borders. It's okay? so true. Um, so, Riley, why don't you play this for our folks, our listeners' ears at home? Cue us up and tell us when to hit play, and we'll all watch together. Now, this is two-minute-long video. We're probably not going to go the full two minutes. Okay. But we'll just take a look. I think right away we already got some action going here. Okay. All right, here we go. Three, two, one, play. Oh. Oh, that looks familiar. So we got like two Dude, blinking lights in the sky. Exactly like the orb I saw on Halloween and, night. But, but okay, is this an Different orb? Color. Is this an or- Are there two orbs or one orb? Because I think one uh. just faded out of view. Looks like one orb to me. Sort of. Excuse me. I'm sorry, Ben. White, sneezing during your video. White or yellowish in color. Yeah. It's or oh so. It, oh, I have finally some clouds. Just so yeah. It's gonna stop. It's like. Ooh. This thing is sort of meandering through the sky. Is that the right video? Why is it just in one spot? Like. Oh. What is it? Play video. Yeah, I have two on here. That's old. Is it recording? Yeah. This is pretty wild. Oh. There's like two coming in and out it's and it's kind of like. flying oh, yeah. toward each other. You, you can, can kind it. of skip ahead and you'll see yeah. it. Oh, dude, that's trippy. You know, at this distance, they look like stars, but they're definitely not stars. They're like oh, there orbs. comes the other one. Yep, here it comes. If you jump to like 151, you'll see this thing. Whoa. If you jump to 150, minute 150, yep. this thing just zooms down out of the sky. It's pretty wild. I mean, you it's you would think it maybe a flare, but flares go down. This thing's going up. It's bobbing and weaving. Yeah. Beth, you guys got a good old-fashioned Will-O-The-Wisp on camera. Yeah, that's... A, a jack-o'-lantern. Uh, Riley, what do you think? What's your thoughts over there? Is he uh, adjusting the microphone? Uh, I wait. So, was the the bright point? Was that the star they were referring to? And then it, this thing is zipping around a star. Yeah, but I thought it was. So let's let's look at this. There's a single look point in the bright star in the sky. Right? Suddenly, a light appeared from nowhere. Yes, yeah. and it looked like it was being sucked towards the star. Yes. So that's the thing at the beginning. I was seeing uh, was not another orb. I thought there were maybe two. I mean, 100%. But another light came down towards past the star. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the first yeah, light was weird. going up there too. They were dancing. Yeah, you see another one show up. I mean, Pretty 100% cool not a satellite. Not a plane. Satellites don't move like that. And 
Yeah, you know, no blinking lights, no red or green, uh, nothing that makes it seem like it would be a plane or a helicopter. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's a good video. That's a Damn good, good video. stuff. That's a UAP right there. That's yeah. going in my secret stash. I'll take yeah. that one, Michael. Bryce, put it, put it in, roll it up, smoke that one. Um, <laughs> Riley, we have another similar video. Similar video. This is another Orby looking one. Uh, here stateside, Beth, you might want to pull this up and take a look at it over at our Instagram. Riley, why don't you read us this message that uh, that we got? This um, is from Terrence, I believe. Yeah, from Terrence. Hi, Bryce. Thanks. Oh, wait just, a minute. Just Bryce. Yeah. Okay. Just, I'm listening. I guess. Uh, Let's see. Okay, Terrence. Okay, so we got a Riley Stan, right. and we got a uh, Terrence. Got, has, Terrence has addressed this to yeah. the, uh, the the true <laughs> expert in the room. <laughs> Thanks a million for taking a look at my video. I'm at a loss. It wasn't a plane and it wasn't a satellite. Not sure what to make of it. Definitely looking forward to your feedback. This has been occurring for years here in central Connecticut. However, this is the first time we were able to record it on the phone. Mm, okay. Thank you for your interest. Wow. All right. All right. Well, Bryce, yeah. we're going to look away from our computers uh, since no. this is only addressed to you. No, you please yeah. you join We're going to leave fun. the room. Yeah, we're going to take a little five. Oh, my gosh. All right, let's take a look at this. Riley, cue us up. All right, here it comes. Three, two, one, play. All right, keep looking. Any blinking lights? Oh, wow. Keep looking. I got it on film. Any lights, Mama? That is like an orby orb. Dude. Super orby. Wow. Yeah, that okay. is an orb. Good eyes. Got it. That's not a satellite. Oh, no. That is not a satellite. That guys. is so it strangely is familiar plane. to the orb I saw on Halloween night. Only it? this one is more yellowish in color, but That's same exactly exact thing. That's Once trippy. A yeah. Once a summer, he says. Once a the summer. Hell is that? This is great because you, you can see some clouds, so now you have some nice perspective. Eyes, this nice thing's sort catch. of just lobbing in and out of the air. Wow. That is not a satellite. It's not a plane. That's trippy. I'm going to guess it's about 20,000 feet. Maybe, no, 15,000 Oh, yeah, feet. this thing, you can see it against the star field. Yeah. Wow. This, that's we'll crazy. Look how quick this stuff. is bobbing and weaving around. Gobby, excellent <clears throat> catch. There's not a night I don't wow. look up at the sky where I'm hoping to maybe see something if you, like that. You if you jump I mean? ahead, yeah, if you jump ahead to about three minutes. Very All right, jump nice. into three minutes. I'm loving <clears throat> Terrence's commentary. I know, this yeah. is also great narration. Yeah. Jump right. to about 301, 3, 302. This thing fades out quickly. Right, here's 301. Wow. Very interesting. All right, that's it. <laughs> Let me see it fade out. Oh, oh. it turned off. It vanished. <laughs> no wow. way. It just vanished. That's pretty great. Did you see that? Bloop. <laughs> there it goes. Now, look at this. Now, here comes an airplane. Wow. Oh, that's a point. <laughs> so delightful. I mean, oh that's fun. This is also a reminder. Oh, in the distance. This, cool. this is also a reminder. Right. Videos like this are like, seeing this right. shit's fun. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yep. It's spooky, but yeah. it's it's so cool when you see something that you can't explain. It's, yeah. You know, it's really the, it's like one of the oldest forms of entertainment, UFO watching. Well, <laughs> it's true. It's like, uh, who, who was it? Beth said in our, in the, in the letter before it's, um, you know, there's so much weird in this universe. We're bringing back, uh, I, I love it that you can, you can look out at the sky anytime and maybe catch something like that. Um, guys, we love it when you send us in videos, check those out, send us in more. If you got weird stuff, love to see it cryptid. 
yeah. got something weird caught on a trail cam, send it over. Oh yeah. Um, all I right. had send I had what? somebody send me something on Twitter. It was a trail cam footage, and there's a deer in it. And behind the deer is this sort of like orangutan-looking skull. You could see the light shine of the eyes. I'm gonna oh. have to look into this what, thing. What? Why have you not sent us this picture? Oh, let me let me take a look at this thing. Well, I'll, 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 you you go about your bit. Let me see if I can find it first. I I don't know. I put it in my file. I have a file of like look more into later. So that, that <laughs> how about a, like, that made it into that how file. About, let me send in my paranormal podcast co-host. Oh, oh yeah. Folder. Well, I've been busy. Uh, yeah. I gotta, Save I gotta it for the Oops that. All Bryce episode. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll share that with you listeners as well. Let's take a look into this see if thing. You can, I'll see if I can find we'll, it. See if yeah. you can find it over break, and if okay. you can, we'll, right. we'll talk about it. Uh, and if you, you know, maybe we'll just throw it up on the Instagram regardless. Great. So we get some uh, feedback on that one. All right, we're taking a quick break. We'll be back in just a moment with your spooky L Files stories. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. see the one uh the one fake picture the meme of the uh what's the photo the ufo photo released the oh calvine? the yeah the calvine they photo that we discussed last star. week the, oh, the did they really? was like a little death or a, star. a star destroyer a star destroyer that's it yeah oh man that's awesome it was pretty good uh okay i can't find it let's uh, well you know great damn I'm glad that someone sent you something interesting that Sorry. would be great content <laughs> for this <laughs> podcast and uh, it's just I know sorry. it's lost under a stack What's of papers. What's even more concerning is that my file of like to look into more later is like I can't find. <laughs> like yeah. so that's how. Did I you operate. actually have the Calvine photo? Is that where they found it? You were the one who had it. <laughs> sorry desk. guys, it was just in my file of things to look into more later. All right. Well, if we can find it, we'll put it up on our uh, Instagram, everybody. But let's get into this week's or this month's. Uh, uh, jet ski l files let's take a look um here i got one back to twin peaks uh titled the owls are not what they seem this mm -hmm. is a fun episode because all of you guys actually sent us titles to your stories which doesn't oh, always happen oh good yeah you know mark it like l files and then give it a little title that's right. fun hello bcc boys i've been a listener and a patreon for a while now thank you and always hoped I'd have a story to share. While this isn't bananas by any means, it set my spidey senses tingling and I wanted to share it with all of you guys. My family and I recently moved to Illinois from North Carolina. In our old neighborhood, we would hear owls hooting all the time and didn't expect to be as lucky in our new place. Unfortunately, or sorry, excuse me, uh, fortunately, that's not the case. As one evening last week, while sitting outside trying to catch the tail end of the Delta Aquarids meteor shower, I'm, mm -hmm. yeah, I think Delta Aquarids, yeah. Um, uh, that would have been good for uh, uh, BCC Jetski Summer, a live meteor shower <laughs> broadcast. Maybe <laughs> just us laying there going, Yeah. Oh, there's uh, one. There's one. Look at that. <laughs> about 45 seconds of silence. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, there's one. Oh, that was great. Um, uh, a great horned owl flew over us and into the neighbor's tree. It was a very still night, and although there were clouds in the sky, they were they too were still, and it didn't prevent me from seeing a few shooting stars. 
Right after the owl passed over, we noticed a cloud moving by really fast, which seemed pretty strange considering every other cloud in the sky was completely unmoving. Hmm. My dog Meatball whimpered, the cloud disappeared, and the owl flew over us once more. Did we see merely a cloud or a UFO disguised as a cloud? Cursory Google searches bring up lenticular clouds, but this is not at all what we saw. What we saw was a small puffy cloud moving at a serious clip while all other clouds were still. I have heard paranormal researchers such as Mike Cleland link owl sightings to alien abductions and UFOs. Is this what we saw or am I desperate to have a paranormal story to share with my favorite podcast boys? Would love to hear your thoughts. Thank you guys so much for this podcast. You bring weekly joy to a world going down in flames. Katie Q. <laughs> Katie, I mean, the the proof's in the pudding as far as I'm concerned, right? Now, this is a perfect example of a high strangeness encounter. It fits all the criteria, right? You saw mm -hmm. an owl and then you saw a UFO. Or something that behaved like a UFO. So mm. I would say, yeah, it was. Was it, um, does it have to be packed with like Steven Spielberg level uh, budget of uh, experience? Activity? Yeah, yeah, no. No. No, but I think, I think you could put this into, especially knowing, I mean, you got two correlating high strangeness mm. uh, elements here, right? Mm -hmm. The owl and a UFO. I think that's all you need. Yeah, that's pretty it good. It could be just a little thing like that. I, I I and I would argue that a lot of these things seem to be more like on the small side. It's rare that you yeah. get a major story happening. I've heard stories of clouds behaving, you know, behaving mysteriously. Yeah. That way, I mean, <laughs> check out the movie. Nope. Yeah, I was There's say. a whole yeah. movie this summer based on this phenomenon. So, right. and uh, I've seen. Uh, it's not my story to tell, but uh, a family member saw a what they described as a cloud appearing out of nowhere and then disappearing once again just like going mm. in and out as if it was just like programmed in and then programmed out so right. i think if there are what's the name for that weatherman yeah i think if <laughs> i think if ufos are zooming around they're if you gonna remote control science Bryce is coming uh -oh. for big weather <laughs> oops all science <laughs> no just weathermen <laughs> weathermen and weather just ladies weathermen. just yeah. in general yeah. yeah yeah i mean like it stands to reason like that's a real easy way to if you are a UFO to camouflage yourself, right? That seems yeah. like that would be the way, right? Because I mean, all you got to do is like condense. Look like a star air. or look like a cloud. Look like other things that are up there. Yeah. Also, yeah. maybe just turn invisible. That also seems to be. Well, easy. what if that's just a subjective encounter too? What if what if what if these are like screen hmm. presentations that make us think that it looks like that? I you know I got I had a I, feeling I think of one that. thing. I thought go, go on. I have okay. a skeptic. I, I thought Shh. of a skeptic's. Well, it's funny. Uh, you know that owl thing is pretty fascinating to me, and I haven't read Mike Clellan's work, although I'm a little familiar with the owl and the alien abduction uh, connection phenomenon. But imagine like one of those alien grays, just half of its head in your bedroom window, and your mind's going that doesn't exist there's no such thing as that and it just your mind perceives it as an owl but meanwhile mm. it's one of these fucking little grays that are so commonly reported in this alien you know contactee abduction phenomena what are these little fucking creatures because um yeah and so maybe they have those similar owl eyes that appear through you or you know it I just don't want to see anything like that in my bedroom. Small puffy cloud moving at a serious clip. Yeah, good point, Bryce. Could it have been a swarm of something? 
like a flock of birds or bats or maybe. bugs that kind of looks like a cloud at night. Maybe. 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 I don't know. Maybe. Could it have been an alien blowing out a dank vape cloud? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. Probably, probably. That's right. Also, um, a great dog name, Meatball. Yeah. Great, yeah, great, very name, good. great dog. All right, Riley, why don't you read us our next? Uh, thank you, uh, Katie Q, for sending that uh, to us. We love it. Keep right. your eyes peeled. Well, speaking of dogs, this one's titled My Dogs and I Saw a Pac Man Ghost. <laughs> cool. Uh, hey, guys, I love all three of you. I was sitting outside after lunch with my dogs. They're both small and insane and will run after stuff, so I try to pay attention to what they are paying attention to. They both stop to look across the street. We live in a rural neighborhood. I look to see what they're looking at. I see a dark shape in the neighbor's trees about 150 feet away. I thought it was a cat or dog until I realized that it was too tall and long to be a cat or a dog. I don't like this, no. Plus, my dogs weren't barking, just looking. No. I keep watching it and notice it had no features like a shadow and it was a half moon shape like a Pac-Man ghost. Well, wait a minute. Pause wait, real quick. Yeah, half moon like Pac-Man like pa- right. or like one of the Pac-Man. Yeah, there are ghosts blinky, in Pac-Man. Blinky. Correct. I right. was picturing the, but the sort of sheet looking ghost. Are we talking like Pac-Man as if he were a ghost? I think that's what I they're think saying. That's what we're okay, because you, yeah. have, you don't understand my confusion that's a, here. Yeah, yes. right, because Pac-Man is a crescent moon shape while the ghosts are more of like yeah. a... I don't know the genius. I thought the classic they were saying, ghost doodle. Right. I thought the when they were saying ghost Pac-Man doodle. ghosts, they were seeing Inky, Blinky, the other ones, and the other yeah, ones. But stinky. no. Okay. So this seems to be like okay. a Pac-Man style ghost. Okay. okay. Pac-Man style ghost. Great. Yeah. Then the weirdest a part ghost is in the shape of Pac-Man. Correct. <laughs> Pac-Man esque. <laughs> yes. Okay. Then the weirdest part is it didn't have feet like Pac-Man. It was gliding across the ground and disappeared into a tree. Mm-mm. Now, I have a brain injury, and I will occasionally hallucinate blobs and movement. But I know something isn't real if my animals aren't reacting. That's Wow. The animals were definitely noticing this thing. Been there. Once it evaporated or whatever, the dogs stopped paying attention. I have no idea what it was. Love y'all. Ashley. Well, first of all, sorry uh, sorry about your brain injury. I hope you're doing okay. Um, and I've been there. I have... I have seen something, if you go back and listen to episode zero, I won't get into it now, but uh, I saw something that had I had my dogs not reacted to it first, I would have 100% told myself I was hallucinating yeah. this mm-hmm. thing. Yep. So I get it. I don't know what you saw. What do you guys think? Long, a dark shape in the neighbor's trees about 150 feet away, uh, too long, uh, too tall and too long to be a dog or cat. So weird. Yeah. Weirdest part is it didn't have feet. It was gliding across the ground and disappeared into a tree. I mm. mean, again, skeptic in me, is it a plastic bag blowing in the night breeze? Maybe. Could be. You know, the, that might spook some dogs, but this is this is strange. Yeah, very yeah, weird. Semi-inflated balloon or something like that. I don't that. know. Again, here I am. It always feels like a cop out saying it balloon, does. right? You're I like, think the oh, point here is you need an problem. animal to, to alarm you of any type of paranormal activity yeah. around you. That's the point of yeah. this. This is why we need familiars. Yes, yes. It, yes. Had, it, it had no features like a shadow. So we're talking shadow creature here. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a shadow creature that just left somebody's bedroom. Yeah, because they're usually reported in the bedroom. But oh yeah, well, but sometimes we yeah. see him skittering across the road. Oh, the ro- oh yeah, right. You yeah. know what I mean? So he's 
This is the walk of shame for yes, a shadow yeah. person. That's what I was gonna say. The shadow yeah. creatures walk oh, of shame. I did it again. Yeah. Oh. God, I hate myself. Right. Shadow that creatures walk of shame. That was the last time, David. You promised yourself. That's definitely. That's definitely the beginning of another BJ and the Shadow Bats uh, song for sure. We'll put that one on the track list. Um, cool story. I don't know what you saw either, Ashley, uh, but I'm with you on. Uh, thank God I had the dogs around to 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 know that I wasn't uh, seeing things. All right, I'm going to go next, but I swallowed too fast, and I'm about Sounds to... Sounds like you <laughs> just took yeah, a you just, huge you just hit. hit a bong. <laughs> you, you look like you just took a huge really hit. Do. Did at you home. inhale your water? Yes, at home, and this is the part where when we recorded Zencaster, I usually get to mute you my get that mic. little button, so yeah. yeah well, now you get all of it. We're right. back this to is real being, life, yeah. baby. Lovely noises. All right, let's read another letter from our great... Uh, audience members who take the time to write in now to this Bigfoot one's a, Collectors Club at gmail.com. This one's anonymous, so oh, you can you can better. write in anonymously if you yeah. want. You don't have yeah. to say your name. We won't blast you out. Here we go. Oh, this one's nice called breeze. Mantis Alien? Question mark. What? Mm. Hi, B- Hi, BCC. <laughs> Are you okay? Yes. Oh, it's still, He's just excited it's still to be there, back but in I the clubhouse. I want to push through it. Ugh, so much passion. I've never seen a more sober person act more drunk than you are right now. I'm loopy. This heat has got me. Uh, Your go. eyes have literally glazed over and they're focusing in two different points in space. What happened to go. you? Here we go. All right. Swallow that water. Here we go. I have somewhat of a follow-up to my previous story about seeing the tall alien gray while driving at night. I appreciate you reading and commenting on my story. I only tell it once every few years, and it's a little cathartic when I do. Or at least it helps me work through it a little more. Pause real quick. Yeah. were you? This might have been the one where you guys were having one of your fun summer vacations. Uh, Were you there for this story? This might have been when Kristen and Will were with us, where there was someone driving down the road at night, the same anonymous uh, person who experiences some phenomenon. Right. And uh, saw what looked to be one of the tall grays standing at the side of the road. Oh, I remember this story. Okay, were you here for that? I was, yeah. uh, Maybe Ryan Sprague was with us and Bryce. Bryce has missed, I think this is the first L Files episode he's been here for this summer. One Welcome of the first. back. Mm. But yeah, it was the... <laughs> You've missed at least two. Have what I'm I? saying. That might have been with Ryan Sprague's episode. It was with episode. Ryan Sprague. The, he, he was a drummer. I remember he said he'd been playing drums with his friends, and That's they, weren't, right. they weren't doing drugs, and he they were saw, Christian, right? I, I don't say. know. I don't remember that part. I feel like I remember him saying something about And he saw just one tall one alien tall, gray on the yeah, side of the road. Yeah, one tall gray on the side of the road. Fuck Spooky well. stuff. L Files and Black from the NMA. Go back and listen to that one, listeners. <sighs> yeah, okay, here we go. Check that out. Okay, well, here we I think we, we have go. that right. Having typed the story for the first time and then hearing it discussed got me thinking about the experience again for the first time in a few years, and more importantly for the first time since becoming a listener back in 2020. Within a few days of sending the email, I realized a possible connection to one other experience that I've always just disregarded as a weird one-off thing, and I really wanted to get your opinion on it. I sent a previous email, which included this story back in 2020, but I realized that email was way too long to read, so I'll make this one a little more concise. Oh, there you go, good job. To recap my main alien story. Probably what happened. At 17, I encountered a tall alien gray walking up an embankment and grasping toward me as I drove past in the middle of the night. I wrote, I do remember this. I wrote that it was 2016, but that was a typo. It was actually the summer of 2006. No other strange events have happened to me until 
I was in my late 20s and started having hypnagogic hallucinations, which I still occasionally have, seeing shapes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So you were here for this. I do remember. So this was our June, <clears throat> this must have been our June L file. Sorry, everybody. Rarely scary, but always strange. Just go back like, and listen to all yeah. of them. You Why know? not? Why aren't you listening we could to all of them? That's right. That's listen right. to all of them. Okay. Like the Mylar birthday balloon, I saw bobbing up and down as I woke up in the middle of the night a few days ago. However, one of these events struck me as potentially related to my previous experience. In the summer of 2016, for real this time, I checked the date, <laughs> 10 years to the month after my original alien sighting, my now wife and I were staying at a resort in Phuket, Thailand. One night, I woke up in the middle of the night and saw what looked like a tall, praying mantis in what looked like a helmet no, of some you. kind standing over our bed and moving its head around for a few seconds before fading away. It was scary in the moment because of how defined the creature looked, but I chalked it up to another hypnagogic hallucination. You sh- uh, this is me cutting in. You shouldn't because insect aliens are a thing. <clears throat> uh, and always thought about it as my Fuck. brain creating the silly image of a mantis in a football helmet. And that time, I had absolutely no concept of mantis aliens. That is something that I've only learned about in recent years from listening to your podcast, which is why it never struck me as anything more than a goofy visual my brain created that night. In the last few weeks, I've been doing light research on (laughs) mantis aliens. (laughs) I just got to tell you, Anonymous, there's no such thing as light research on mantis aliens online. We're five years into light research. The (laughs) moment you type mantis alien into your search bar, you're you're too deep. You're already too deep. Uh, Which is why it never... Oh, in the last few weeks, I've been doing light research uh, on mantis aliens and have read that abductees often claim to see them standing over their beds. But there's a lot of mixed information on what role they actually play. And to be honest, I don't really like digging too deep into the research because thinking about the implications of my main alien sighting starts to really make me uncomfortable, as I said in my last email, as it should. So I'm wondering what you guys can tell me about mantis aliens. Have there been any episodes focusing on them that I should go back and listen to? I can think of somebody already, uh, abductee David Huggins, who painted his uh, right. sordid love affairs All with th- aliens and those sick mantids who watched over. Now, I'd love to think that it really was just a silly hallucination of a mantis quarterback. <laughs> but the Why fact not? that this happened possibly exactly 10 years apart from my original sighting and that the idea that mantoids and greys have a relationship makes me wonder what kind of connection there could be again i love the show thanks for the maintaining a podcast that is deep enough to be informative but fun enough not to give me ptsd thanks anonymous that's what's up that's what i'm talking about thank you uh yeah those man let me tell you something right now i was at the museum of natural history just the other day with my children they had an exhibit about the insects of our backyard. And in this tiny little glass bubble, you would see this insect no, about the size of like a couple pinheads. Okay. But they had a photographer with a macro lens come in and shoot that fucking headshot as if it was like a billion times zoomed. These creatures and their heads and their antennas. Oh, and I their saw this spikes too. And their mandibles yeah. and their, and their, uh, and their whatever is on their face. Mm-hmm is 
terrifying. It's the stuff of nightmares. Totally. And it makes me think, I'm so glad I'm nice to any bug that comes across my path <laughs> and I try and remove them peacefully and without harm because let me tell you something, you do not want to get in the way of one of those insect aliens. Yeah, you're not wrong. People report ant aliens, mantid aliens, all kinds of insectoid aliens. I think we talked right. about and it too scary as shit. in the uh, Del Coronado abduction episode, That's which right. was our... 20 summer 2021 uh uh 4th of july episode yeah um i believe in some of those um think of the intelligence some of those abductees talked about seeing mantoids in those large well i want to add on on your theory of those like tiny cybernetic pocket mouth little gray aliens yes Mm -hmm. somebody's got to be running the ship right think about the intelligence of the insect species they're they were on this planet long before us. They'll be here long after we're gone. Mm-hmm. If that's their micro version, could you imagine the big version of insects? Oh, there's got to be planets. Or maybe Fuck. they're like creating giant, like human or alien mantis hybrids. You know, maybe yeah. there's something about the mantis uh, biology that allows them to like thrive well, in interstellar travel or something. Sure, sure. If the if the early maybe primate mantis, picked up maybe tools. praying mantises are just aliens. I, I mean, have you ever really just stared at one? They're for a while? awesome. They're so rad. They do. They really. They and the, they see you. They look back yes. at you. Of any kind of insects, like you stare down a mantis, that thing is looking at mm-hmm. you. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was 2017. The Kansas City Royals had a mantis named Rally that they brought with they brought with them on tour because <laughs> right. they like it landed on one of the players' hats. And then, like we we went from being like losing to like winning in the last minutes of the game. Oh wow! Amazing. And then they took him on the road, and he died, and everyone was really sad. Uh, but they weren't taking very good. I mean, they they thought they were taking good care of it, but they really weren't giving it what it needed. Right. And literally the next day on the road, a new mantis came down to their dugout and crawled up to them. Yeah. And so like there was like this summer where like the ra- rally of the mantis was our big mascot. Sorry yeah. sidebar. Um oh, that's okay. Check out The Ballad of David Huggins uh with Nina Tarr, which is episode 49 from December 12th, 2018. Oh, yeah. Uh the Del Coronado episode. Yeah, I don't know. Also check out the movie Communion if you want to, although that might lead to some PTSD. Oh, yeah. Uh the I I don't know. We don't know. Some people think the mantoids are like the bosses of the Greys. But or the butlers of the tall grays. I don't know. Right, right. That's a pretty good sum up. Man, I'd love to have a mantis butler. Yeah, how badass cool. would that be? Jeez, answering what if, the door for what you. What if Batman was everything Batman is except Alfred was a mantis butler? Oh, even better. I'd watch that. That's a better Batman. That's a, that is. You just fuck there's Michael, a track. So good there's a track stuff. on uh, the Spinder film classic soundtrack ba- volume three called The Mantis. It's not about aliens though. It's oh. about like it's set in like a comic book world. Cool. She's a uh, she's a vigilante. Great. Yes. Yeah, so check out it. check out the mantis <laughs> yeah. on classic soundtrack. Now we're just re- now we're just, rever- we're we're referring just anything mantis. mantis related. I'm putting this on <laughs> the, on the new album to Mr. Anonymous. Sexistence or Ms. The Better Batman. The Better Batman. Um, That's on our new album, Sex Extents. <laughs> Sexistence. No, Sexistence. Uh, first track, Lesser Known Gnome, Bat Dog, and The Better Batman. Is this a Club Bryce album? No, that, that's our, <laughs> our third 
our third studio album. That together. feels very oh. Club Rice. Yeah, I'm gonna say those. These feel a better Batman is what BJ and the Shadowbats can't have a sexier album. No, What's the problem. No, more this is very Club Rice. Also, yeah. like, also yeah. you know, Americana. you know, yeah. you know that Bryce in the Club Rice years auditioned for something for some Batman in some show or cartoon. <sighs> Didn't get it and was like, you know, I'd be a better Batman. That's when I lost young Hercules to Ryan Gosling. <laughs> same thing. A better Hercules just doesn't have the same ring to it. Um, all right, Riley, what do, you got? what do you got for us? All right, this story is titled Dearness Mermaid, mm. which, of course, we covered on the jet ski special itself. That's right. Scottish Graham from the Patreon here. Oh, hey, Graham. Nice. Uh, congrats on the jet ski special. It was so funny, but I almost crashed my car. <laughs> Glad you did not. Uh, I was surprised when you talked about my home island and the Dearness Mermaid. Bizarrely, people here still see mermaids in the sea from time to time, and we have a rich culture of what we call selkies and finfolk, who are basically evil mermaids. Cool. In fact, my uncle saw one in the 70s. Oh, man, a 70s mermaid. That is just awesome. 70s selkie. A 70s selkie. 70s selkie. Now that belongs on Sex Systems. Yeah. Yeah. He was a lobster fisherman, and one day on his boat, he had the feeling he was being watched and turned round to see what he said looked like a man standing on the water. He soon realizes it was sticking out of the water with a face that looked more horse-like than human, but it had dark skin and human arms and torso that went into a scaly body. (gasps) He said the creature has intelligence in the eyes, and it watched him for a while, then slipped back under the seas. Loved that story as a kid. We love it now. Keep up the good work, boys. Graham. Now that sounds wow. like a Kelpie to me. Wow. We just mm-hmm. talked about Kelpies on the other side. No, Michael, this is a Selkie. I know. Well, Selkies, Kelpies, they're all kind of related. Yeah. They're yeah. all they're cool all, names. Uh, but the horse, the horse face, that's, that's a Kelpie. Yeah, that's trippy. That's weird. I'm glad you're, you know, that, that Kelpie was trying to seduce or Selkie, your uncle, you know. Yeah. And uh, it didn't work. Put, should have put it on Had a it different. happened to a lesser man. Should have shapeshifted into a different face than a horse. And I then mean, this might have been a, the story what, might have turned out to might have better luck. Is that yeah. what this thing is, right? It's like, you. so you have the ocean that, let's talk about elements for a second. Also, right? you what have, the hell is going on in the Orkney Islands? I got to get out there yeah, and check right. this out. Truly. We all got to get out to Scotland. Wouldn't that be great? Um, what if like the paranormal uses the element of water to sort of manifest itself in these, what look like sea creatures, selkies. Like T1000, T2000 style? Yeah, yeah, in a sense. Because we can perceive it as sailors and and people who are traveling on the ocean and we perceive like a mermaid. And and in like forested areas, we start to perceive something with legs and, and, and more wild and hairy. And it's just such a weird thing. You're getting all these commonalities of of these fish are you saying, so you're saying like an elemental projection? Yes, are that's exactly saying... right. Like an elemental projection. And then so fire and ether would have one as well, right? Ether would have maybe that's the UFO, right? And right. Mm, are okay. you saying that they're aquakinetic? Yes. Ah. Yes, they could be aquakinetic. Guys, jet ski summer coming full circle. I know I what love you mean, this though. Story. I yeah. mean, who know, using some sort of yeah, using it as a conduit or a conduit. Manifesting. That's a it's, good word. It's sort of like um. I mean, I think there's precedence in this for like. You know, it's like. Uh, what are the four elements? You have earth, fire, water, and Captain Planet. Air. Air. Oh, right. Air. And then right. metals, the fifth element. No, ether would be the fifth, right? Well, I think like if you're going by Fantastic Four rules, so like the thing is earth. 
Oh, human torch is that what that is? Thing, human torch is fire. Right. Invisible Woman is so air, because yep. she can vanish into thin air. And then uh, Mr. Fantastic is water, because he's malleable like water, and right. he can take different forms. And then he got Doctor Doom. He's metal. He's so fucking metal. You know what I mean? Yeah. In both ways. Like, yeah. hell yeah. I mean, metals are... Yeah, metal. metal is the thing that's forged by all the different elements. You know what I mean? Oh, that's why you got It's a new element. In Captain Planet hmm? Heart. Is the, uh, Heart fifth. is the fifth element. Yeah, well, maybe, same in the fifth element. Fifth element, love these, was the fifth element. Maybe that's go. why these UFOs come off metallic sometimes. You know, they're they're a new progenation of these elementals. Bryce, I want you to keep developing this Kay. theory. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna put uh, this in my file ex- of things to yeah, look yeah, forward to later. Put it under <laughs> to do later. I'm put it under. It oops, all Bryce. Okay. <laughs> all right, um, Graham, love it. Thank you uh, for enriching our stories with your Scottish folklore. We love it. Okay, here's our final elf file for the episode. Michael reads this one. Oh, good. Okay, great. <laughs> Love the pod. Here are a handful of my stories. The apartment. All the all these stories. The stories within this all have titles uh, within this. It's a new thing. A few years ago, I was living in a top floor apartment. I was up late reading one night, well into the early morning hours, so it was quite silent both inside the building no traffic on the street outside. My dog and my cat were both sleeping next to me on the bed as I was reading. Out of nowhere, they both woke up out of a dead sleep. See, guys? Pets. Paranormal detectors. Mm -hmm. At the exact same time and stared at my closet. They continued to silently but persistently stare at my closet and my closed closet door for several moments and then went back to sleep. There was no noise. Not even a subtle thud of someone closing their door in another apartment. I mean, God, we all wish we had this level of peace and quiet. My closet also faced an interior wall. With my, it's true. I've been very stressed out lately. Uh, interior wall with my... <laughs> with my... God, you don't even know. My empty living room. The only thing on the uh, was on the the only thing on the other side of this closed closet door was the closet was the empty living room. <laughs> okay, <laughs> got off track here. <laughs> See, guys, I really got to micromanage to keep this car on the road. They didn't seem afraid, and they went back to sleep with no issue, but definitely felt like they could see something there that I could not. The building had been built in the 1960s with everything inside still original to the building. Vintage ovens, stainless steel counters in the kitchen and everything. I always got the sense that a young couple had once lived in the apartment where I now lived. They seemed happy and the building seemed to be to hold good memories for them. But for some reason, they were still around. They didn't bother me. They were just there. One day, probably a little freaked out, I could feel spirits after listening to your show. I calmly told them, look, I know you all were happy here and everything, but you can't keep bothering me. You can stay if you'll be nice, but I don't want to feel your presence anymore. Nice. I never felt their presence again. Hey, I think your paranormal instincts are kicked in here. Mm -hmm. You handle that perfectly. This next story is called The Hand. Shortly before buying a new car. After. Sorry. Shortly after buying a new car. <laughs> no worries. I was a different story. It does feel good to kind of slightly micromanage it. Yeah, it feels good, it. right? It's a little high. You have to. A some of these of details power. are important. And the, <laughs> that would have gone right past me. Shortly after buying a new car, I was waiting in a traffic light when I noticed a strange handprint on the side of my windshield. I immediately felt fearful, even though I didn't know what it was. It just didn't feel good or right. It was in the center of the windshield and facing vertically with the finger 
tips pointed upwards towards the ceiling of the car and the palm facing down towards the dash. Oh, yeah. This is on the inside of her car. Inside? Said, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Inside. Wow. Weird. I had only owned the car a few days at this point, so it was in st- still in pristine condition from the dealership. I'm, I'm, I'm immediately thinking like wreck, yeah. right? Like, uh, like yeah. someone like, oh, mm-hmm. my God. I thought that's weird and went to wipe the handprint off, wondering if it was actually on the outside of the windshield. When I touched it, it smeared like grease. Mm-mm. It wasn't the normal viscosity of human handprint on window. It was thick like tallow or lard. <laughs> Even weirder was the shape of the handprint. The fingers were long and narrow and tapered towards the ends, and the palm was much smaller in contrast. The handprint was also facing up. Remember, a very unusual placement for a handprint on a windshield. Imagine placing your hand on a car's windshield with your fingers facing up. It would be very awkward, a natural position with how much you'd have to crick your wrist up to get into that position. But there it was, just one single creepy, greasy handprint on the inside of my windshield. At this point, I was feeling very afraid and quickly wiped off as much of the handprint as I could, but the greasy outline remained on the windshield until I cleaned it off with window cleaner. I still do not know what this was to this day, and it freaks me out to think about it. Mm. That's some greased up tall gray, I guess. Yeah. I mean, could have also maybe been someone at the car dealership that ate some greasy food and yeah. then maybe a little in and out or maybe something. Maybe you just didn't notice until the light hit it right. Yeah, because like, you know what, the handprint... long. Print, right, but maybe they maybe they, maybe they had a little maybe they had a little sex in the mm. car. Oh. You know, at the dealership, a little hanky Are you saying this is body yeah. grease? And they kind of just like slapped that hand up on the windshield mm. in a moment of passion. Maybe this is what he does, the, the, he or she does to celebrate the sale of a car. Yeah. Oh, before it leaves the lot. Yeah. It's like King's Rules in medieval times. Yeah. <laughs> I think your car got king ruled. But tallow Sorry. and lard. Hey, yeah. look, you have a little, you have a little tallow and lard for know. lunch. And you have it's a little... hot out. It's Ooh. hot out in that uh, car lot. You Ooh, know. God, that's rough. In Sorry, a hot this, car. Is, this is. Uh, I don't know. Creepy, no, I mean, creepy and gross. That's creepy all. And it gross. Is. But creepy you know how, like, if you write something like mm-hmm. in the a foggy mirror, the grease of your yeah. fingers will kind of stay there, so the mirror fogs up. Yeah, again. of course, it'll appear. So you know, it's like maybe. With window stuff, I'm always like, could have been... Sounds mm. like ectoplasm to me. That's all I'm going to say. It also very much could have been that. The prediction. Once a year, I like to check in with a trusted astrologer who I've been working with for the past few years to get a feel for the year ahead. She's always been incredibly spot on with how she reads my chart, and I always leave our sessions uplifted and ready to get started on a new year. This is actually a great idea. One year, we had finished discussing what was coming up for me when I said, I normally wouldn't say anything, but there is one more thing when oh she said this again see now i'm micromanaging myself she said i normally wouldn't say anything but there is one more thing when i asked what it was she said this isn't in your chart but i'm having a really strong intuitive sense about december it looks like you might experience a death around that time it will be a significant one. Oh, geez i didn't know what to make of that only to hope that this was the one time she would be wrong and i love that you have to wait all year <laughs> Yeah. Right. To be like, which it's like, this which, is a reading in who January. Is this going to, <laughs> yeah. Who's gonna die? Right. Uh, I wondered how ethical it was of her to give me that kind of information. I know a lot of astrologers don't talk about that kind of stuff, but ultimately, I put it out of my mind. On December 6th of that year, my oldest friend we met in first grade was in a fatal car accident. Ooh. It was indeed a significant death to process. 
Having a bit of information prior to the accident did not make it easier to grieve, but it has been something that stuck in my mind as either a strange coincidence or an example of someone being able to energetically pick up on events yet to happen. A little darker and not as deliciously creepy as some of your listener stories, I know, but it is certainly one of my most paranormal experiences. Hard segue. Jet ski summer forever. Forever. <laughs> Signed SW. Cool. Wow. I mean, what do you do with that? Info? I mean, what do you do? It's, again, proof's in the pudding as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. That's really... I'm so sorry for your loss. That sucks. Yeah, that's awful. Um, And, and yeah, know, I, I agree. I, I don't want to know. Yeah. I don't know if I... I'm watching Paper Girls right now. Uh, which is based on the Brian K. Vaughn and Cliff mm-hmm. Chang comic on Amazon Prime. I recommend it. But the show kind of like I was I was watching it last night. I turned to my girlfriend. I was like, this show really makes me not want to know what my future holds. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. She was like, I don't know. I'd still want to know. I'm like, I don't want to know. I don't think I want to know. Yeah. No, I mean, it you. just opens up such a weird question, too, of like knowing what the future holds then we're talking about the difference between free will and predetermination and yeah it's just like it's a real mind fuck if you start thinking that there is something that is going to happen no matter what yeah. you do this i agree this is bad philosophy also, this doesn't this doesn't work at any level to because this is like knowing that you have a dentist appointment two months from now and yet worrying every day about the pain that's going to be inflicted and ultimately once you arrive at are that you scared dentist, of the dentist Bryce? no but what i'm saying is I think that psychic did her a wrong, and I think that general rule is there amongst uh, people with those type of yeah. Talents. Don't tell anybody yeah, that. Yeah, don't tell anybody stuff because how, you can't grieve until it actually happens. So there's no pre-grieving until the event actually takes place. So, mm-hmm. so you know why why put yourself through that? It just completely takes you out of the moment of going through your your day, your life. <sighs> Because then you're walking in a month later and you're like, well, you were right. Right. (laughs) And then you're like, um, now I have to make a choice of like, if you see any other bad shit coming my way, let me know or not. Yeah. Right. But then kind of knowing like, well, I guess all this other good stuff is going to happen. I don't know. Don't say anything. Right. I'm sorry that happened to you on a number of levels. But it is wild. Like, because I I do think some people are able to have like premonition and oh, yeah. like a sort of like a foresight into the future. Yes. No but, doubt. But then, yeah, like the implication of that is that like, I don't have free will or my free will doesn't matter. Or, or like, I get, you know, I guess you could sum it. It ultimately comes down to this. Would the, you want to know when your own death was going to take place? It's a question for yourself. No, and it, that's, that's what this ultimately boils down to. No. And I wouldn't either. No, yeah. but also like, Give me that information if I can prevent it from happening. If I can't prevent it from happening, I don't want to spend my entire year worrying about who close to me is going to die. Oh my god, I don't right. want to spend an entire year trying to prevent someone from dying. That sounds <laughs> well, you like, know what I mean? like just as much work you in, better in, a, come in the wrong to me, direction too. I don't yeah. want to play God. You better come to me as Arnold Schwarzenegger did to young John Connor and be like, or Sarah Connor, be like, right. we have to do come this thing. Come with me thing. if you want to live. Yeah, we got to do this thing to fix this future disaster. Right. Or don't come at me at all. Right. Yeah. Totally. All right. So any psychics out there, if the three of us can prevent the robot apocalypse. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know. <laughs> Other than that, not interested. Yep. All right, everybody. Thanks for sending in your elf files again. If you got a story and we need them, send it to Bigfoot Collectors Club at gmail.com. All right. We come to the end of another episode. Uh, let's have some plugs. I'll kick it off. 
if you like the intro to our show, the music at the very beginning, that's by a band called Sun Eaters. Mm. And they have a brand new album out called Absinthe Makes the Heart Grow Fingers. It's a great You title. can find it at lotuspool.com. I just gave Bryce a yeah, copy of the disc. Killer album art. I'm going to um, pop it in the paint, old extent. Painted by my buddy Mark Silverberg. Shout out, Mark. Um, uh, and this is fun news for everybody. My sister has a new podcast about Star Wars and feminism called Forced. No. As of this recording, the first two episodes are up. Um, it's hosted by my sis Sarah Garibaldi and Rose Marshak of the Poster Children, which is a great band. No. Um, go give them a follow and listen to them and give them a five-star review. They're getting launched. Uh, check, out, check that out. So, yeah, if you're into politics and Star Wars and nostalgia, then... Uh, Check check out this uh, uh, podcast. That's great. What a great uh, what a great uh, title. Yeah. Forced. As for me, follow me at McMills on Instagram. Audition coach with me at bookitwithmike at gmail and listen to season one of my other podcast. Slate your name wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, Bryce, what do you got? That's it. Look for me on socials. I'm uh, on Instagram at Mr. Bryce Johnson and on Twitter at Bryce O. Johnson and uh, yeah if you want to watch my other Bigfoot show Expedition Bigfoot you could find it on Travel Channel and Discovery Plus check it out there and uh, check out Michael's sister's podcast that sounds great and uh, I'm uh, at Peace Drone on Instagram Um, I would like to plug my cameo go for it all our cameos we all have cameos I'm plugging mine specifically okay great book them too but they're they're getting by the way links are in our link tree on all our socials hit it in the link tree look i will play you a song any song you want to hear i will i will play it for you that's That's a deal i might have to book a fucking riley cameo (laughs) it's a deal yeah that's a deal i'll wish you happy birthday i'll 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 talk to you about my day i don't know i've done a few they're really fun i want to do more so book me on cameo uh also recently i was a guest on the make is magic podcast uh, which uh, is a listener that I met through the show, and he's got a great podcast. He's really awesome. Um, so we'll put a link to that as well. But I, it's a long, rambling episode. You can learn all about my life and th- thoughts on things. So check Fantastic. it out. Awesome. I'll, I'll listen that. to that. Yeah. yeah. Jinxie. <laughs> Jinxie poo. Two interested dads. Under a roof. Can't come back to you. Um, well, we're not saying goodbye quite yet because we have some Patreon shout outs. All now, right. typically I have you guys say thank you after every name, but because we're wrapping up BCC Jet Ski zum- Summer, I think you should make a jet ski sound. So vroom vroom Ooh, or zoom okay, zoom, cool. whatever you want to do. Wow, you great. can switch it up. It doesn't have to be consistent <laughs> all the way through. Yeah. So we're going to put those instead of thanks. Okay. Great. great. Okay. All right. Here we go. Greg Scott. <laughs> Marina with a generous pledge. Remote chicken. Adrian Reyes. Niova Niova Zero. Stephen Meyer Jr. Jurassic Mark. Disc Gold with Austin. Lori. Oh no. Alex James. Allison Thomas. Erica Carpenter, Jody, <laughs> Bip Grizzo. Which like a st- <laughs> I was trying to be like hitting the waves. Yeah, that's good. Christine Jurosek, <laughs> Tobias Destoel, <laughs> Cindy Bell, <laughs> Kayapula May, <laughs> Martin Galvin, <laughs> Katie Corella, <laughs> Duke Pearson. <laughs> Matthew Bieberich. 
Erica Hunter. <laughs> Cassie Wanberg. <laughs> Sean Racine. <laughs> Generic display name. <laughs> Mary Mickelson. I'm running out of sound. No, nope, got not zoom. repeat it, right? Got <laughs> zoom. <laughs> Allison Ruiz. Jet ski. Krista Vick. <laughs> Jill Ramsey. Stay committed, boys. Adam Smith. Caroline Dyla. Good. I like it. Heighten it. Christina Ingalls. Tom Hendershot. Troy Slamma. Bryce, you're so sexy. David Alba. Bryce, come back. I'm drowning. Jeremillo. Damian Casey. We're coming in for the big finale here, guys. Garrison Gunter. And Eric Beasley. Thank you to all of you guys and gals and non-binaries who have uh, either joined us or uh, raised your patronage or returned to BCC the other side. Honestly, guys, this is no joke. Without our patrons, there would be no Bigfoot Collectors Club. Mm-hmm. That True. is the truth. Mm-hmm. So it you listening at home, if you don't pledge to us, on our Patreon, you also should be thanking these people we just named because they're the reason you get this show every week. That's right. It's Look true. them all up on the internet individually. Find them and yeah. thank them. Thank them out loud because uh, you guys keep uh, keep us going and we really appreciate it. All right, that's it. Uh, next week, BCC Jet Ski Summer Finale. We're wrapping it up. Don't forget, today is the very last day to get those t-shirts in our tea public shop, so go get those right now. Uh, until next time, good night. And go get regressed. Mm-hmm. I also want to say those those aren't leaf blowers that you've been hearing throughout the episode. Those are actually jet skis that we That's right. hired <laughs> to park outside the studio and just rev. LA yeah. urban jet skis. Yeah. yeah. So don't. It's, very it's like this new trendy thing, the Canyon Jet Skis. Bigfoot Collectors Club is produced by Riley Bray and Michael McMillan and scored and engineered by Riley Bray. Our theme song, Come Alone, is by Sun Eaters, courtesy of Lotus Pool Records. Do us a favor and support the show and unlock three bonus episodes every month by becoming a member of our Patreon, BCC The Other Side, which can be found at patreon.com slash Bigfoot Collectors Club. Hey, this is Eric Malinsky, host of the podcast Imaginary Worlds. Each episode, I explore different sci-fi fantasy genres, talking with filmmakers, novelists, game designers, cosplayers, comic book artists, and anyone who works in the field of make-believe. I also look at the fan experience, asking, why do we suspend our disbelief? You can subscribe to Imaginary Worlds wherever you get your podcasts. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch, involved in a then-unheard-of secret organization called the Illuminati, and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes.